0: Hello, listeners. My name is Kalila Shabazz, and you're listening to an episode of Help Me Stay Afloat, a title that came to me through watching Family Guy and a podcast talking about what it's like dating as a student, a part of the LGBT community at an HBCU. Okay. All right. Hello. My name is Kalila Shabazz. This is going to be an episode of we say flow, a podcast where we talk about dating at an HBCU as a part of the LGBT community. And today, my guest is, do you mind introducing yourself?
1: Hi, my name is Alexia Lilly. Um, I'm a junior psychology major with a Spanish minor, and I'm the president of Students Open to Unique Love, which is the LGBT organization at Morgan's campus. So.
0: So, if I'm not mistaken, when we started school, you had a boyfriend, right? Hmm. Okay. So, can you tell me, like,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> freshman year, right? So, can you tell me, like, how it was for you to enter a relationship, enter college with a relationship that you had previously? Um, it wasn't bad, honestly. Um.
1: The only the only difficulty was the fact that he was the white man, <laughs> um, but I had already been with him for about a year and a half, so coming to school in a relationship wasn't really a problem for me. Because and we were also very independent already, so mm-hmm. it didn't. that really, so we weren't together all the time or anything like that.
0: Okay, and do you think like having a boyfriend when you came stopped you from? Maybe making new friends or meeting new people like just because they might have thought that because you had a boyfriend, you maybe wouldn't be interested in making new friends, or was it just easy?
1: Oh no, I would say I was a very outgoing, no matter what. I've been outgoing I've always been outgoing my entire life. Um before I met him, while I was with him, after him, all that. I've always been very outgoing. I've always been all over the place I'm in a lot of orgs I joined a lot of orgs freshman year so I wouldn't say that being in a relationship hindered my experience
0: okay and then so you guys are broken up now right so Mm -hmm. after you guys broke up was it easy when you were ready to start dating again whenever that was was it easy for you to find dates on campus or anyone as with anyone while being at Morgan?
1: Um, not necessarily men. Men have, men have been um, very, always been very open about um, their interests when it comes to me, I guess. Even while I was in a relationship, there were still men trying um, mm-hmm. and I was just kind of curving. Um, and now that I'm outside of the relationship, it's not, it hasn't been hard for me just because um, I took the time I needed to heal and everything like that. Um, The only difficulty I would say would be um, finding women who are also open, (laughs) openly gay and um, open to dating uh, because I find that a lot of women are still more so in the closet. Mm -hmm. Um, And that might not even be on campus, but with their families and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, it was kind of hard navigating that, but. Yeah, remind me to respond to your hands like. (laughs) <laughs> um, but no, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that it's hard, no, but I'm also not really dating right now. I'm just mm-hmm. kind of um, focusing on my schoolwork and my organizations and stuff like that and what comes with it and what come when it comes, it will come, but mm-hmm. not necessarily looking for anything serious at the moment.
0: Yeah, so just even with. Even when you're not looking for anything serious, how, how is it trying to maybe find women that you want to date or hook up with as opposed to finding men? And do you think it's easier being at an HBCU for you or maybe in general than it would be maybe at a PWI?
1: Um I think it's a lot easier actually because I went to predominantly white schools so in in the eyes of eurocentric features I wasn't um attractive that's what I grew up thinking and then I got to HBCU and everybody was like oh my god and I was like oh my god am I pretty <laughs> like so and then coming more into myself and into my blackness helped um navigating the dating world for me and then um Men, men are easy. Men are very easy. They're mm-hmm. very, very easy. Yeah. So it's not necessarily hard with them, but um, building a genuine connection is harder with men than it is with women, I would say.
0: Mm-hmm. So do you, What? What? what is your gender identity? Like, do you use she, her pronouns? Do you? I use she, they. She, they. And then has it been difficult Maybe like explaining that to some people when you're interested in them platonically or romantically across campus? Like, have um, you been met with any ignorant or bigoted men?
1: Men, absolutely. Um, straight men, more so. Um, they like when I kind of described that sometimes I'm dressing more masculine, and that has nothing to do with like me liking you any less or anything like that, but mm-hmm. me dressing more masculine, they've been like, well, don't do that around me. Don't do that with me. And that that's just the way I um portray myself. Um but everyone, all of my all of my friends are pretty much queer. And everybody that I hang around is queer. So platonically it's not an issue. And then I only deal with people that are um open minded to it. So I if for whatever reason, the men or women that I deal with are close-minded to um, really anybody in the community. It's click immediately because it's, yeah. I, val- I value the type of um, free expression that I'm given for it to be given to others as well. And I won't be with somebody who doesn't see that the same way.
0: Mm-hmm. So, like, has it, have you made a lot of friends like queer friends from morgan and joining Seoul, or have did you already come in with a bunch of queer friends
1: um before i got to the school i i also went to a catholic high school mm. so <laughs> i had like two or three maybe in the closet yeah on that i was i was the only openly gay black woman at my school for a very long time. And when I got to school and when I joined Soul, that was the best thing ever. That was, Soul was actually the first organization that I joined Um, and just being able to be myself around other queer people was great. So most most of my queer friends have come from Morgan State's campus or um, engaging. Like they might not even be Morgan State students, but engaging on Morgan's campus and going out with my Morgan friends to Morgan events. I've met other queer people then.
0: Okay. And then do you feel like dating apps, whatever you're on has helped find friends or potential relationships or how do you think your experiences would differ if you were just straight
1: on a dating app? Um, I don't know. I just started using dating apps to be completely frank. So I have no idea. Um, (laughs) I feel like I also set my preferences to just women. So I I always
0: do because I don't know what it is, but like talking to women and like potentially meeting up with them is easier for me to grasp than doing it with men because men are just like, I don't want to say I hold men to a higher standard. I guess because i hold everyone to a high standard but men especially they like ha- well i guess it's because like when you're talking to another wo- woman they're also gay or like like the same gender so it'll be easier for them to understand like the minority group but with men it'd be a seemingly heterosexual thing and that doesn't always mean they'll be as open-minded so and a lot of times it's straight men yeah like
1: okay give me give me
0: a pie man give me a pan man
1: yeah Yeah. absolutely but keep the straight men away from me Mm -hmm. because they tend to be very closed-minded with everything yeah
0: so in your bio or on dating apps do you advertise that like your pronouns or that you're not straight or how do you even if Um, it's just for women, do you still would have the same thing um uh, so like
1: in my Instagram bio I have she they Mm -hmm. um and I have the rainbow flag um next to president because I'm the president of Seoul Mm -hmm. but I'm also very gay and everybody knows that um and then on my dating apps um I think on dating apps where there's white people involved as well, I think my my bio says this is a Black woman slash non-binary person stand account, so people already know right off rip, and then my pronouns are also in it as well. So,
0: so do you prefer to date within your own race or with people of color rather than white people? Or because I know, like, how was the experience with your boyfriend that you had? And also, like, coming to terms with your sexuality. And, you know, and you, when you come to college, you kind of like, you're able to be more, become a, I feel like when I got here, I was able to become more of a social justice warrior than I was before. (laughs) And did that make you feel some type of way that you were dating a white person at first? Or was it difficult to, like, maybe kind of separate what was happening? in that climate at the time with your relationship or how was that like? Um, so dating, being with him
1: didn't really affect any way that I held myself, any way I felt, um, socially or anything like that, because at the end of the day, who I'm with only to a certain point defines who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, and, his beliefs aligned with a lot of mine. The only problem that I really ran into, well, problems that I ran into with being with a white person were his family. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of them, there was a lot of times where I was the only black person in spaces and it made me a little uncomfortable um, getting looks sometimes or getting the weird questions and mm-hmm. people wanting to put their ha- fingers through my hair. Thanksgiving, like it was just a very um space for me to navigate, but um he supported me. His older sister was gay, so it was they both supported me um a lot. They came to uh, I was with him for three years, so we were also together during COVID when COVID first hit, and the Black Lives Matter protests were happening and everything mm-hmm. like that. And they were going to protest with me, like him. Him himself and our relationship was great, but his family is really what rubbed it the wrong way. Um, and then coming to school i've I've been out since I was 12. so mm-hmm. coming to school really just gave me the space to be out and gay. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really it didn't really like impact anything. Um, I'm still really open to dating whoever, but I also want to try my, try it a little more with women because I was just in a three-year relationship. So
0: right, with a man. Wanna, <laughs> Yeah. So do you think when you date, when you are looking for a potential person to date, do you think that you are maybe more strict or like standard when you're l- when you're potentially dating a white person versus maybe a black person or another person of color
1: um not necessarily i think i hold them all to the same standards because black people and people of color can also be racist or closed-minded or anything like that um and i don't mean like racist to white people i mean like hold very coonish thoughts yeah Mm -hmm. um and that's something that'll never fly with me no matter what your race is So I think I hold all people to the same standard. Um, I think I definitely hold all people to the same standard with that. That's good. Yeah.
0: I can say that sometimes like I used to, cause I also Morgan was like my first everyone's black moment in my schooling. So I was really like in for that culture shock. And I know like when I first started dating People, while I've, I've only dated two people in my life, and both of them were white. And that was and both of them were like my early years of high school. So, and, and then when I started mm-hmm. like dating or not dating, getting on dating apps, I was kind of like started leaning more towards just Black women and talking to them. And that was like, oh, it's kind of easier, especially when. Well, during COVID that time, I didn't really go on any dating apps because I knew I wasn't ever going to meet anyone, especially at that time. So I just didn't think talking to them would be worth my time. So I didn't really get on them. But during that time, it was like easy to think like, oh, like if I am like, say if I was dating a white person right now, maybe not even it couldn't it didn't even have be a white person maybe another person in color would I have to explain why I'm upset about this because even like even if you find the most left-leaning anti-racism whatever whatever white person they will still have microaggressions that maybe they don't even recognize as a microaggression sometimes makes it hard to like kind of date and like see who is like good out there I just think mm. sometimes it's, like, difficult.
1: but I definitely do think it is easier dating within your race. Oh, to be, sure. Like you said, like, then when it comes to parenting and, like, explaining the Black experience or what it will be like to be a Black child in America, to be a Black person yeah. in America. That's a whole, that whole different ballpark that yep.
0: Addie that might is. not relate to the same way that Mommy does. Yep, that's a, this one of the... Like, I've never wanted kids, and I don't ever, but that was, like, when I, like, I knew since I was a kid that I didn't want kids, but when I got older, I definitely, that was definitely got bumped up to one of the reasons why I don't want kids. I was like, I would hate to have to explain why like if my child ever got especially if I had a son if my child ever got pulled over why his first thing should be turning on the car lights and maybe making sure his phone is be- recording like mm-hmm. just the Or kind even why
1: wow, why little Timmy don't want his mom yeah. hanging out with him, like
0: yeah like why if you get in trouble the first your first call should not be the police it should be your parents, you're someone who doesn't carry a gun with them. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that that's a good point too. Do you want kids? Like, do you ever think about how it'd be if you had kids or like if they were, besides being black, if they were gay as well?
1: Um, I'm very back and forth on wanting children because the climate of the world and, mm. um, the climate of the world, <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I'm, like I said, I'm very back and forth about it because I do want children, but at the same time, I don't want to, um, bring children into a world that they're going to suffer in. Um, mm. I feel like that's also very selfish.
0: Yeah. I think, yeah, if I ever decided, oh, well, I don't want <laughs> Like, if I was going to, I would probably foster instead of, because I think there are a lot of kids, especially Black kids, and a lot of LGBT teenagers that go through a lot through homes and stuff. And so that would be a thing that I would look into doing, just because there are a lot of um. of the suicide rates and expectancy of life in LGBT black teens and trans teens are not very high. So I think that is a thing that we can look into. But Okay, that's all I have for you today. Thank you for being a part of this. No I really problem. appreciate it. Okay. Um, Okay. So thanks, Miss Lily, for coming onto the podcast. (laughs) My name is Kalila Shabazz, and we'll see you guys next time.